0: You got it, man. Let me get situated real quick. I think that, yeah, that looks cool. This is
1: really, like, the most ideal podcasting setup.
0: Dude, it's, like, super comfortable, like, the way you sit like this. Because, like, the way, you saw how I had it with Garrett, right? He was, like, sitting like this.
1: Yeah, it was very, like, claustrophobic feeling.
0: Alright, I have that out. Looks like, it looks like I'm, like, doing research and shit while I'm talking <laughs> to you. All right, let's see. How we oh.
1: Backs of chairs make a big difference, too. Really? Yeah, it sounds dumb, but, like, that to me is, like, a huge. I hate sitting without, like, a back to a chair. Like, so sitting on the edge of the bed, like, I'll get, like, frustrated after a little while. Because, really? I don't know, paying attention to like, balance or something.
0: Is your ringer off? Uh, yes, sir. All right. Welcome to local man's awful podcast, number three. I'm your host, Brad of local man and uh today's episode we are joined by Mark Rott of holiday how's it going how's it going how's this how's your night
1: that's going well how's nice how was
0: your day? You were telling me about it earlier good, easy going I mean nothing too
1: crazy don't don't get a whole lot of time off from work, so when I do, I try to spend it quite wisely
0: yeah and by skateboarding and sleeping right
1: yeah uh, catching up on sleep getting back into skating slowly but surely and uh you know music's kind of a all the time thing when i can shove it in there
0: yeah um so mark is from holiday holiday is a project that i started with him caesar's also in the band um yeah we released one single that's it and we've just been chilling.
1: Yeah, man, I don't know, with uh, schedules kind of colliding here and there, it, it's hard to get stuff together, but um, I don't know, that, that's kind of the biggest uh, focus for this band, is to just keep it as fun as possible, so time isn't really an issue, because oh, yeah. no, th- th- no, there's no. there's no need to like force stuff out quick, just once it happens, it happens.
0: I think, yeah, I think, I don't know, like, I wouldn't say like people are dying for more, but... I mean, some people could.
1: Well, I, I don't know. At the same time, that's the thing. I, I, think, I feel I think like
0: you're dying for more.
1: I'm dying for more. I feel like the single doesn't do justice for how good it's all going to be. So once uh, more stuff comes out, it's definitely going to bring up the the overall hype, I feel like.
0: Nice voice crack, dude. We're going to uh, hear a lot of that this episode. Yeah, man. That's all right. <laughs> Mark hasn't hit puberty yet. Uh, so we're just waiting and- for that. We're also waiting for the holiday LP, but you know. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mark. Um, What was I going to say? So what is holiday? What do you define holiday as? Like if you had to put a genre. Well, maybe somewhat contradicting to
1: what the single might have sounded like. So we're going and- from the single because this is what only people have heard. The single. I mean, I'm kind of bad when it comes to labeling band sounds. I know what it's all going to be. I know exactly what the... the ep slash possible lp will sound like but uh what what would you label the pop rock yeah see it's it's pop rock and and that's why like kind of transitioning from that the newer stuff's going to be more pop punk but it it definitely it's got the pop aspect for sure some of them might sound a little more pop rock some of it might be more pop punk but I, i think overall it'll be towards the the pop punk side being that that's kind of the general agreements
0: we all have i think well like i think because was it um holiday's a big melting pot definitely genre so like like you're you're big into the 1975 and all that like arctic monkeys right or you at one like point i mean like it's definitely
1: changed uh, that, that stuff uh very formative and like early guitar playing um the Strokes being, like, the biggest yeah. guitar influence yeah, you're for you're wearing me. your
0: Strokes shirt right now. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a band from here called Brokes? I haven't, actually. They're, they're a cover band of the Strokes, and they play Froggies, and they're called the Brokes. So what they did was the, the S on the 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 S on the, uh, Strokes, they just drew lines through it and made it look like the Brokes. How has this never come up before? I don't know. I, uh, it just, like, <laughs> recently just crossed my mind, like, and I was like, fuck, I should tell Mark. Yeah, I mean, yeah so strokes is your big influence right definitely the strokes is uh
1: it's it's just kind of one of those things that that like, got me hooked on playing guitar kind of hearing the the relationship between two guitars how there wasn't always like a super defined lead and a super defined rhythm it's kind of like two things working together to create one solid sound that just like got me hooked into playing guitar in general and then i mean the, the other things around that like you said like arctic monkeys and stuff as much as it sounds kind of cliche these days. I don't care. It's what it's what got me hooked and it got me into the other things that I'm into now.
0: Yeah, no. Like um the only person I know from the Strokes is Julian Casablancas. That's the <laughs> only person I know because I had a friend who was like really big in the Strokes when she was younger and I was just like I don't know who the fuck they I feel are. Like
1: I know who you're talking about maybe.
0: Well, uh, what, I'm not, I'm not disclosing any. Oh, we're not. I'm what... not disclo- disclosing any names. But um <laughs> Hold on, I mean, I'll write it down. I'll, I'll, I'll no, <laughs> I'll see if I can show you it. Hold on, but yeah, no, she was like big about it, and I just like her. She's like, yeah, Julian Casablancas, and I was like, who the fuck is that? And I was like, she was like, oh yeah, it's the dude from Strokes. So I was like, oh, yeah. No needs for for uh, name drops because I'm I'm pretty
1: positive I know what are you talking about.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, it's a uh, w- w- with kind of the discussion of about like what holiday is. Um. The, the the mindset I had going into it was, oh, the Strokes are like what got me hooked on playing guitar. So naturally, I should try to incorporate that into what I'm doing. And that's... It's, it's not like a Stroke song by any means. But um it, it was still influenced with that mindset. And the stuff we were working on for Holiday was definitely like super influenced by that. And it is cool and all. But part of why we had to take a break on it was because I just... I personally didn't want to do that ultimately it wasn't giving me the satisfaction created
0: differences yeah yeah for sure like I said the
1: the pop punk direction is kind of something we all mutually agree on yeah so uh that that's just the easiest to work with and currently as far as writing goes it's just what I'm feeling most naturally inspired to write
0: yeah well like was it Caesar and I are like got the hardcore and punk aspect and then Natalie's very influence on pop punk and yeah. like I think what helps us, kind of push more for sounds because we all saw Jim and Super Crush together, and we're like, fuck yeah, that's what we want to sound like. Because yeah. like those are bands that are we can play with. Like that's achievable. And so like I was like, oh fuck, we should try to like, like push towards that sound, that alt rock, pop rock shit.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I can honestly say Super Crush is probably like the number one influence for spinning. That De- definitely like it. So? At- Really? yeah yeah for, for my mindset when i wrote that that little that little piece that we worked with yeah. Uh that was totally like after seeing the super crush show like i, I just wanted to play uh, something that show like was that. so
0: dope like i like rolex was cool that, yeah, first dude, that whole that whole set was just like what do super... you think of daisy chain uh they were cool the, I, the, I mean the the not not, not saying anything with the, the fuzz and shit and the, the metal was that that i can't remember that guitar it had like the metal neck and shit the one i like
1: oh did it are you talking about the one with like the it had like a t almost inside the headstock yeah it was like hollowed out yeah yeah i don't know um i mean nothing personally against them just a personal daisy jane if you're
0: listening oh jeez, don't say it like that
1: no i uh i'm just not a big fan of like volume and that sounds like kind of dumb i'm sure but i i just don't like when music is kind of overpowered just by how loud it is like i, I kind of like when things are a little more articulated um and, and that you know it, it's all a preference in styles and sometimes that works for a band it works for them but i it's just not what i'm personally into yeah getting all nervous and shit because i'm not trying to shit talk anybody <laughs> dude no
0: it's cool we let shit fly here now if you honestly hate somebody just let them know <laughs> i think i think honesty is the best is <laughs> the way like to let someone know in, you like, hate them just i mean like tell them don't don't tell them yeah don't tell them in person like tell them on this show like <laughs> but um yeah get let's get into uh, let's get into how we met do you remember how we met um my memory
1: was refreshed on the moment i was thinking more so of like some of the first times we talked but uh the first time we met was in a biology class that
0: you weren't supposed to have yeah no i was i was like what the fuck is this and then i see you like sitting on the table and you're like laughing at some of the shit i was saying so i was like oh this kid's cool and then like i was talking to a friend of ours i was like she was like yeah that's mark He was like oh he's not new i was like oh okay that's that's funny that you say that though because a lot of
1: people thought i i was new when i hadn't uh Met you like that time frame, yeah. Just because there was like a specific set of events that had happened. Well, I mean, like
0: you're kind of the person that kind of just like flat, just like stay like hangs low
1: and Uh, just like. I was laying low for sure. Um, I I I, I don't know. It sounds kind of funny saying it this way, but I was on homeschool before starting at the the school we went to, and uh, yeah, I had like no social interaction. That I mean, was pretty typical of a lot of kids on homeschool, but it's just I, I enjoyed doing things alone, or I had like one friend that I'd go skate with, but uh, that that's all there was to it. So going back into a public school, even though it was a small school, um, was like a harsh change.
0: And uh... because you're pretty, well, you're like well kept to yourself, like yeah. you walk around hoodie on. Yeah, like, I don't head know. It's kind of dumb looking at it now,
1: like like most people say about their high school stuff, but uh. It'd be the middle of summer, and I'm wearing like a hoodie with a beanie, and I have like this super long surfer hair, as everybody called it. I don't remember you with long hair. I have I have a good picture that actually that the person that was talking to you about me sent me a little while ago.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, no, you're you did that, and then like we weren't like I don't say like we didn't hate each other. To high school, we just didn't talk. Yeah, no, there was never any negative. I mean,
1: I figured there would be negative feelings from you, if I'm being honest. I just heard yeah, how... Okay, like, well,
0: like, everybody's fucking thing about me in high school is, like, they I was either a poser, I either was a <laughs> dickhead to everybody, or I just didn't care about anything. And, like, I kind of feel like I gave off that attitude. I think I'm a lot, like, more just... happier and more open to people now, because, like, I would walk around and blast, like, this, like, fucking, like, hardcore and just metal, and people would just be like, Ew, like, turn that off, and I'd be like, fuck you, and I'd just walk around, like like on my high horse i'm like fuck off i mean my Be real with viewpoint
1: me. towards you I, I just felt like you were very opinionated is like kind of the gist i got based off everybody like everything everybody told me which is still the case but at the same time what did people tell you just that you're just very opinionated the epitome of hot takes Oh I, yeah. I could yeah, say. yeah, I'll do. I'll, I'll But you, but you still are. The difference is, I just think like since high school, you've become more open minded.
0: Oh yeah, like like I would. In general, like, like all aspects of life. I don't listen especially to half. In I music. used to listen to that. I wouldn't listen to like what I listen to now. I'd probably beat me up. Like old old me would beat my ass up. Oh yeah, for sure. You, like, you, you walk down the street playing this
1: fucking Kira Kira Benito Yeah, but you listen to
0: Frankie Cosmos. You fucking freak. <laughs> nah, but um, no. And then you would come into our rhythm combo class. I, I got like into that class, class eventually, but uh, and he would come in. I'd be like, "I was just hanging out. Who's this dude? All right." And then he would just hang out in the back, and then we just have practice, and then go on, and that's as as much interaction we had in high school because you're um a year younger than me, right? Yeah, or two years. Like you're 20, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm 19 now.
0: Okay, yeah. So a year younger. So he was a grade. Uh, he was in uh, 11th grade when I was graduating, and so. It seems like your twelfth grade, you're just like getting more interactive or more into like the Definitely. whole music at school.
1: The the thing is with that is, most of the kids there were kind of already been involved with different music, uh, music classes, I should say. Yeah. And and that whole concept was all new to me. I I hadn't played guitar before high school there.
0: Um, wait. So wait, really? You didn't know that? Do you know wait, when so I started you st- playing guitar? With your your senior year. Eleventh grade year. Yeah. Okay. Now I understand why that guy called you a shredder at fucking guitar uh, I I, Oh, What the fuck? That's crazy. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, I no. My I, I thought you were more like like yeah.
1: I started like middle school, but like no, no. I uh I never played guitar prior to uh, technically tenth grade. But the the thing with that was when I started school there in tenth grade halfway through. Um, that guitar class was like super unstructured and we didn't actually play guitar in there. It was just like a social class. And that's where I met, um, some other people. If you Uh, want to name them, you
0: can name them. I don't
1: give a fuck. Yeah. I don't think it matters, but, uh, that's where I met like Jordan Gallegos. Um, and I I was already from like ninth into 10th grade getting into more music that was like guitar based. And then at that point, once I was like, In school with these other kids that could actually play guitar like that it got me like super into it just like seeing people actually doing it and being good at it like that that was such a foreign concept to me so uh once 11th grade started I just tried to become like as involved as possible like in all guitar classes I I could be there and I just tried to get the most out of it that I could and uh yeah I, I was I was really into the, the, the concept of being in Rhythm Combo at the time seemed, like, so far-fetched to me, but, uh... Yeah, like, it seems cool from the outside, but as
0: soon as you're in it, I'm like, shit sucks. Yeah, I
1: felt like kind of a dork. I mean, still, my involvement was was pretty small, because that was only, like, a year into me playing. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I played two songs, like, two out of eight songs from the last show, so, <laughs> you know, that's sick.
0: But, uh... Yeah, I, I, I can't, I'm, like, trying to remember, like... How we, like, eventually, like, started talking out of high school. Because, like, I can't remember. Like, all I remember oh, is, like, you coming over to my house and just jamming with me. But I can't remember what, like, got the ball rolling. Oh, cause, I do. I cause, remember like, now. I know me and your girlfriend, Natalie, were, su- like, we're kind of close. And then we were just, like, off and on, like. Oh, just, man, like,
1: you, you almost said super close. That That's a little bit of a burn.
0: Well, I mean, like, she doesn't go out, well, like, between... That yeah, time yeah. period. It wasn't her going out of her way to hang out with me. Like I feel you. it would just be like, Oh, like you're bored. No,
1: I know I'm exactly what started it now. I'd forgotten, but now that it's come up, um
0: Natalie, forgive me.
1: <laughs> the uh carnival at school. I I was rolling through with my broken ankle that kinda put everything on hold. That's right. And we were standing in a circle and it was me, you and uh Chad. And that's right we, we were talking and I was just like at at that point I was so frustrated with not being able to do anything else that I was like all right now's my time to just live it up playing guitar because I can't do anything else and being out of high school and finally getting like a little better at playing I was immediately like on on the lookout like who, who's trying to jam who's trying to to start something because I mean j- just from You know i was always interested even in just watching everybody play like watching you play in class was super cool to me and then going to like a local show and seeing like what that was like i just i want to be a part of that so bad so uh i I started talking with you guys um i mean chad's super busy with everything he's doing so i I didn't i didn't expect any kind of projects to, to pan out with him but you you know you're always you're always down to start a project oh hell yeah
0: i'll, <laughs> I'll start it i'm i'm like guaranteeing it yeah i didn't face. know
1: if anything would happen especially because like that first time we jammed
0: i was so damn nervous yeah it was it was yeah i remember you came over and like it was just us jamming and then i was like oh wait i know some stroke songs and then we did some of that and you had only it was only me and mark at the time because he just had his looper pedal yeah, man. And so you just loop stuff, and then I'd be like, all right, now we can start jamming. And we did that, and then, like, I think we jammed for, like, an hour or so. Yeah. And then we just, like, talked, and we just, like, talked for, like, the rest of the night. It's the best then, thing
1: to do. We we could have just a podcast between you and I every night, practically, if it was yeah, around. Yeah, just leave the mic set up <laughs> and
0: just come back in the morning. No, but, like, yeah, and then, like, we talked, and you're like, yeah, I definitely want to do this again. And then, like, we didn't, like, necessarily jam again. But, like, you just started coming over, started hanging out more. You were here. But yeah, that's the thing. We those. were just
1: kind of casually hanging out, and we didn't. We had talked about having another jam session specifically, but nothing happened until, like, the first day that holiday was, like, starting to be considered, like, a thing.
0: Yeah, because, like, she was like, oh, fuck it, I'll jam with you guys. And then that kind of happened. Then we were in my garage, and then you had, like, this, like, little lick that you're playing. And I was like, "Let's run with this." Yeah.
1: Full disclosure, um, that song is only a thing because you wanted it to be. Yeah. Because that was just was... a little acoustic idea I had, and at the point that you were like, "No, let's let's commit to this and make this a thing," it really came together so fast. Like thinking about it now, like the process for any other songs. Yeah, because like I just we, feel we were just like, that's down crazy. in the garage
0: at like midnight, just like working it out, and we're like, "All right, we're gonna come back." The next day, dude. That was. such a nice one of
1: those few magical moments and then we pieced it together and then
0: we're like all right we're gonna record it and then we recorded it and then which that's worth
1: mentioning too recording yeah because the first time i did it it was just so bad we we kind (laughs) of skipped over that but um there was another night where i'd come over when you and caesar were tracking bass for reclaim stuff and he and I had been talking prior, same, same kind of thing. I was just kind of hitting everybody up, seeing what they're into. And he and I talked separately about doing something. Yeah, I remember And, this. and he had an idea that he had already worked on, and I was going to play through. So we tried to record it that same night in the garage, and I just couldn't do it. I, I tried like 50 times to do the same easy little arpeggiated part, and I just, I just couldn't do it. But that also made it that much nicer when we recorded like the spinning stuff and uh it went super easy it was like
0: yeah almost first
1: try for everything
0: yeah it was like wildfire like just tracking all those guitar tracks and then just like going from there and then you we we did that and then we didn't have drums done so i had to like go in and program drums and you were just like so stoked on it and i was like and like me and Caesar was like, yeah, it's cool. And you're just like, yeah,
1: fuck yeah. You're like, woohoo. Well, like I said, just,
0: I was already such a big fan of watching that
1: stuff happen. So to finally like have some of it for myself was just such a nice feeling. Yeah. Like it just, just knowing like I finally made something, no matter like what my mindset is, has been fluctuating towards. Cause you know, you're, you're your hardest critic. Um, yeah, but, uh,
0: definitely. Like, with it's that. it's
1: cool knowing that like i made some at the end of the day i i did what i wanted to do for the last couple of years of high school so
0: yeah and then we tracked drums and then it all just came together and then we laid vocals down and that was a fun that was a fun time
1: i didn't get to participate in that because uh yeah it schedules had, unfortunately you
0: had to go to work but you came back and you were super stoked to hear it and it was just like all right yeah i don't know i, I will say that uh
1: Natalie's vocals have definitely grown on me because initially it was kind of a it was kind of a convenience thing you know we didn't we didn't have anybody else around that we're like oh do you want to sing for something like this and I I asked her and she said that yeah she was down to do it and uh I think a lot of it too was she was kind of hesitant initially about really like opening up about it because it's been a while since she's done any music stuff
0: yeah because uh Natalie used to be in a short-lived band called (laughs) Boy Girl Boy, and it was just me, Caesar, Natalie, and she was supposed to play bass. No regrets. Yeah, no (laughs) regrets. Yeah, she was supposed to play bass, but she, I don't know, she just didn't want to do it, and then so we just had like our buddy Donovan fill in on that, and had um, her do vocals, and we did one performance, and it was just out of her like it wasn't out of her vocal range, it was out of her style. Because it was just, like, fast skate punk. And so she was very uncomfortable. And I don't blame her being hesitant, like, coming into a, like, singing because she got that sour taste from the first time. But she definitely opened up because at the local man's awful show, she fucking killed that cover. I was going to say,
1: I feel like she was, no offense to Alex, but she was the star of of the Belladonna set. People went off for that cover. I don't think
0: he'd be offended. He'd fucking, we ripped shit up and people went crazy because, like. As soon as you hear, "girl, girl," everyone's like, "What? What?" Because it's like it's like sausage fest up in there, and it's just oh, like, "Oh yeah, definitely." Everyone's like, "What? What? What?" And so like they were hyped on that,
1: and I mean, and she was so good too. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like yeah, there's just a hype of someone being a girl singing like that. That's or doing whatever, like just being involved with a the band. There's a hype already around that, and like our relationship aside. Because I I don't let that shit affect, like, what I want to do. Like, I want to make something good. And if that, like, if she wasn't contributing to that, I would tell her. But no, she's good. So th- there's no issue there. Like, and, and she was really good then. So th- it only makes me look forward more to our live performances. Knowing that uh, even with as nervous as she told me she was, she performed super duper well.
0: Yeah. And so, like like you saying that um i know your impact on the scene hasn't been like very big yet cuz we not haven't, yet. We, not haven't, we haven't played yet but um you still come out to almost all the shows you can and yeah. i think that's that's something to be talked about because even though you're not performing that still shows like you still want it that bad
1: definitely like i said there's just i've ever since i got into playing music i just have had this huge admiration for live music like watching people do that stuff and really put all their ideas out there for others to see and critique it, it is just such a cool concept to me and unfortunately i kind of have like a consistent schedule of closing every night at my job so uh, i can't make every show but I, I feel like i make most i i, I figured i mean i called off for work to go to local man's awful show as far as anyone from there is concerned I was very sick with the flu. Yeah, but Super I was just—I was but, just. I
0: mean, it was you were just you, sick, were just you just suffering music. the whole time you're at the show. You're just yeah, like man. tissue after tissue. Yeah. But so does that make you jealous of like your friends playing, uh, like playing shows, and you're just uh, an no, attendee, not a performer?
1: No, it's it's never, uh, and I, I've thought about this too. But no, it's never made me jealous. It's or even envious. It, it's just made me eager it's just made me really eager because uh i've I've always been like like i said like really harsh on myself about the things i'm making but at this point i finally feel like confident in the stuff that i'm putting together um and i just feel like that that's a big part of that is the fact that it's not just me like i never wanted it to just be mark rot and and people playing in his band like i love the fact that like i get creative freedom with you guys but it's still our project like i get so much influence from what you and caesar are doing i think we all influence suggest everybody yeah I mean, like you said are. it's it's a really good melting pot band like so, some of the other things you guys are involved with are what they are you know like reclaim is is what it is and it doesn't like fluctuate yeah you got like different styles of hardcore that it can incorporate but still pretty set with holiday i feel like like i said it's supposed to be just something very fun it's not supposed to be thought into too deep like the name kind of suggests like it's it's just supposed to be a fun thing so i think it's cool for you guys to use it for a Maybe experimenting with some other stuff you can't use with the other bands you're in. And for me, it just is an open avenue for me to try out things that are feeling cool at the time and start figuring out my style. Because, you know, you you guys have been doing this for a long time. This mm-hmm. is my first band, so I, I don't know necessarily, like, what all I'm going to be doing.
0: Yeah, so, like, I know you've gone to, like, how many house shows have you gone to?
1: Uh, I don't know. More More than I can count on my hands,
0: at least. And then C forty seven, you've gone to a lot of those too, right? I've
1: gone to yeah, the, in the last few months I've gone to pretty much every show they've had.
0: Now, what do you like better? What scene do you like better? The house show scene or the C forty seven scene? Oh, C forty seven for sure. You think that's so?
1: so easy. Yeah, I don't know. The the house show scene, honestly uh, it's from from
0: from <laughs> from, from an inten- uh an attendees perspective. The yeah. house show scene. What is it like? Yeah, like, just, like, going in. As someone who doesn't... Because, like, at a house show, it's usually, like... If it's, like, a full-on, like, the typical house show, it's usually BYOB. Fucking 420 friendly. This is this is literally what it says on flyers. Yeah, BYOB, 420 friendly. Fucking 19 bands on the bill. All fitting in this backyard. Yeah, man. That, all that's supposed to, to play a half-an-hour <laughs> set. Fucking... Oh man, we're really gonna get into
1: some shit talking now.
0: Three hundred not <laughs> shit talking to anybody. I'm just I'm just saying Not house, anybody
1: specific, but just yeah, just how shows in general, like
0: that three hundred bands <laughs> or three hundred people. Three hundred bands. Fucking can't move. Enough. It's like very crowded and it's like just chaotic and it's not in control and I'm like not and like I'm not I don't partake in like drinking or smoking, but like um, I'm not going to put anyone down for it. I just think it's chaotic, and I think there's a lot of bad yeah. shit that could happen at, at a house show. Like, people can get drunk and get upset and have drama that this that could come up and people get into fights for it. Because that has happened, and I've been in multiple situations for that at being at house shows. And I've been into situations for no reason. I don't do shit. And so, like... Shit happens, and then people fight, and then people get fucking shit stolen for from them. houses, fucking equipment's gone, and all that. Yeah,
1: there's too many variables to that type of thing. I just feel like maybe I feel maybe like, it I sounds feel, a little snobby, but when you have something like C forty seven around, there there's no point in like going to the house shows, which yeah, I still go for the sake of supporting my friends and whatnot.
0: Well, like I feel like I'm but, I'm not totally against house shows. I just feel like yeah. safer. At C forty seven, I feel like I belong at C forty seven. Well, and just the energy is is
1: better in my opinion. I feel like house shows, a lot of people don't really treat it for for the musical aspect. It's kind of a hangout. It's it's, yeah, it's a social like, thing. Oh shit!
0: Like those are gonna be fucking this I, this and that here. I feel
1: like C forty seven really separates the people that are around to listen to music and the people that are just kind of around for a social aspect. Yeah, like that's, not that like those can't be the same people. Yeah, no, But definitely. just like, I feel like it has a, a better. A uh, way of, of separating that. Because when I, when you show up to a house show, like you said, like from a, an attendee's perspective, maybe someone who hasn't been there before, uh, nine out of ten times is very dark. There's like shit lighting in whoever's backyard. This Broken is.
0: glass fucking people just like. Yeah, yeah. Just and like there's just. just
1: there, there's a lot of clicks too I don't know that just makes me feel weird like seeing all yeah, these there's people like, it's,
0: it could be like your 300 but out of that 300 there's like 10 circles going on and 10 it's just circles like, and they're usually dressed just like, ab- about the same and they could be talking <laughs> shit on each other yeah. while they're standing right next they'll to each other they'll be talking and they'll, shit like this yeah and then they'll <laughs> just like look back and be like oh shit he's looking at me but, yeah, no, I'm not putting house shows down, and I'm not sucking C47's dick right now. But I just feel more comfortable there, and I feel wow, like uh, – just
1: had more fun at C47. I don't think there's anything to do with, like, putting house shows down. It's just more fun at C47. I would still go to a house show oh yeah, because like, I still get to see the music I want to see. I still get to support my friends. Well, the music part's not always true. That's my only problem, too, is uh, C47 is a little more gathered, especially in, like, their timelines, as were house shows. I usually don't get to see everything I want to see because it it's they start back. so late. That's like I it. remember the, the first time I went to see uh the Licks at a house show because that everyone was like, Oh you you gotta see how they are live. Which I, one was that one?
0: Um Was that the one you brought your brother to?
1: Yeah. What's his name, Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout
0: out to Austin.
1: Yeah, shout out to Little Man. Uh oh. he's honestly scared of you. Not to sidetrack too much, but yeah, it's come up a few times that you're just mildly intimidating him.
0: Really? Yeah, I like, guess so. like, intimidating how? I don't know, man. I think it's like the sarcastic
1: humor you're using is is just new to him. He saw some high school Brad and got scared.
0: uh you know, fucking It <laughs> comes out house show. That's why I don't go to house <laughs> shows, dude. I can now, nah, but um, yeah, no, that that one, that the lakes play that you're talking about, that was fucking nuts. That was just like too many people, and I like. It was getting very claustrophobic. Well, I mean, there. that
1: one was kind of like meant to be like a social gathering, though, because it was like oh, for a yeah. birthday, yeah. right? And
0: like, yeah, yeah. But like, you would even you would even see him. You just ended up going in and out, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I had a dip. I had a well, I had the kid with me, so I
1: had I had to dip. And either way, like I said, I don't know what everybody else is up to, but I know at the time I was going to work pretty early the next day, and prior to working the job I have now. I was working at vans down in burbank and uh you know was living in la do, doing the skater dream and then i broke my leg and that kind of became obsolete so, yeah i don't know I just, and girls you know Nat- i think 47
0: Nat- is <laughs> more of an opportunity spot too
1: definitely when you when you look at the bands that have come in there just s- since that that started up um it's shown like a progression of like how C47's just coming slowly but surely a bigger spot on the map, I feel like. Yeah, you and know, that, and, and they've had a way of introducing stuff that like I've really dug, like that just how the last few shows alone. Leashes, coolest fucking thing ever. Uh, poor timing was super solid. Like, I've never been more impressed with a live two piece band. And uh, I mean, Dream Haze. Dream Haze. Like, such is a is soft good. They're pro rockers.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that was uh, that was like a perfect segue to like one of the next segments I wanted to bring up. Um, what was, what do you think is the best band to come through the the high desert? The best band? That's super the band subjective. Band that's just been like, oh, dude, like whoa. I mean, I I'm trying to think like. Yeah, that that's a hard one. Like Leashes was good because like we all just everyone became friends with them. Like they were just like the coolest people ever, and they like you said they brought this energy. Fuck yeah, I'm
1: just I'm just gonna put it out there. Leashes was the best band, just for the the fact that like I don't I don't think any band that not 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 anything specific to C Forty Seven, but just in general any band that I've seen live like that from like a local standpoint has created an energy like that like that was just something that I feel like everyone could get into no matter like what style of music you're into they just created a good fucking energy that just made everyone so happy to be there yeah and
0: then like I think everybody was just cool, and we all hung out, and we all just talked.
1: Yeah, definitely. They're cool dudes. And that's the thing. I feel like sometimes when you get, like, uh, bands from out of town, it's kind of hit or miss on how they are going to be socially. But they were, like, the most open dudes. Like, I got to have a full conversation with them about, like, guitar stuff, and that that was, uh, you know, always entertaining for me. I, I love guitar talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, like, people, it's always like this, like, weird like standoff thing when bands first pull up because it's like oh we're booked with this band we don't know them when they first pull up it's always like this weird like tension that I get I'm like oh shit here they are that makes sense but with like leashes I was like oh like we just talked before like well as soon as they're loading in we're like oh we need to stop talking like it's like we need to load in our gear it's like oh okay ha and then like they stayed through the whole show because usually touring bands take off like immediately not only did they stay but they were like the most
1: involved people there. Yeah, yeah like they were the reclaim set. They were fucking getting it, dude. That yeah, shit dude, was, Max
0: and Jacob and Hooper were like fucking losing their mind. That was crazy. Um, bumping
1: into Alex and shit. Yeah. That's how you know it's real. I
0: can't remember the bass player right now. What's his name? Uh, oh man, in. this is a pretty typical bass Fu- player situation. That's fucked up. Oh, I would never man. put you down like that. Hold uh, on, hold <laughs> on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna He's pull. so
1: fucking good too. That's what's
0: Jeff. Jeff's his name.
1: Jeff. Jeff the mullet man.
0: I don't talk shit about his mullet. Oh, man. I'm not
1: talking shit. I'm I'm <laughs> applauding him for being able to pull it off. No joke. We had a I had a full conversation about that with Natalie. Uh, just about like how. How can he pull off a mullet? One, how can he pull off a mullet? Because he does. And two, how can he play that well with a mullet? Because holy yeah, shit, he, he dude was, was, he was ripping it. it. Up. That was fucking crazy.
0: Now, um, uh, you might have uh, caught on, but Mark likes to go to shows. Not only does he like to go to local shows, he likes to go to festivals. Oh, man. And uh, this year, Mark had the, the wonderful experience of Coachella. But it was on drugs. This is the first time you've ever taken drugs too, right?
1: Oh man. When you say drugs it sounds like so extreme. You know, just heroin for the first time. <laughs> Straight heroin no, during no, no. post
0: Malone set.
1: Oh man, you're bringing to bring up the post Malone hell set y- specifically. Oh yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Um I don't know. It's, what's crazy is uh my stepdad actually like grows weed. So, that was available to me for years, but I just never wanted to. My parents are super cool about that stuff, though. They were like, if you want to try something, whether it's, like, drinking or smoking or whatever, like, I'd rather you just tell me and, like, we, we can arrange something so, like, we at least know you're safe. But I just had no desire through all of high school to do anything like that. And then um then we went to Coachella, and that whole place is just one fucking cloud. So, like... It, it, you're either smoking or drinking the entire time. Like everyone there's, you're either smoking or drinking or you're posing for Instagram pictures. Cause, uh, that was there a lot of pose dogs out there? Yeah, that's the thing. So, um, that was kind of a, a conversation that Natalie and I had, how, um, Coachella is super expensive. It yeah. it, it costs a lot of fucking money, but it's totally worth it with the, with all the people we got to see. I can 100% say, it was totally worth it. At the same time, I can equally see why people say that it's kind of like a status thing to go. Because as much as like, there was a bunch of people there for the music, there was just as many people there just to like be there and take pictures and stuff. But um, I don't know, to, to each his own. As far as my experience... Uh, didn't take any pictures because I was too busy getting fucked up for my first time.
0: Videos were being taken of me. Oh yeah,
1: videos were being taken of me without my knowledge because my eyes were closed because I couldn't keep them open.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, this guy was so, like, fucking dusted. He was just so gone. Like, I remember, like, watching the video (laughs) and, like, after, like, who, was it Post Malone? Or? Well, it was, I, uh, that's the thing. I got. You, like, you clapped in sign language. Oh, like, you were, you're applauding his sign language what's sad
1: about this is i never saw the videos because i don't have a twitter so natalie posted them on twitter without me knowing and then people started like uh messaging me about it and they're like oh my god that video of you is so funny and finally i asked her and she showed me and i was like are you kidding me like that's what i look like and and the funny part about it too is like from my point of view with how the, the mindset i was in um post Malone set was like five minutes for me I don't remember more than five minutes I heard like one song but apparently I was there for 45 minutes oh shit and um what was your what was your favorite set at Coachella was it Greta Van Fleet oh yeah dude almost brought me to tears I don't I don't care what anybody says <laughs> I won't deny the fact that it's super similar to Led Zeppelin but I never really got into Led Zeppelin like as to where that's kind of like a staple thing for kids I, I'm not opposed to it, it's just it was never around for me so uh what do you mean it was an
0: it's like one of the biggest rock bands of all time yeah, it's not but around. I,
1: I, I don't have I, as, as far as around me specifically like my parents weren't playing that stuff at home like i said no i'm led not zeppelin. the most social of kids so the few friends i did have if they weren't playing something like that then i just didn't hear it you know so uh as so, to where that's kind of a staple band for a lot of kids these days growing so up
0: would you say greta van fleet or led zeppelin um, have to make a lot of enemies right now with your decision. Oh, yeah, dude. Even my dad texted me because I
1: told him about Greta Van Fleet, and he was like, "It sounds like a shitty Led Zeppelin cover band." And I was like, "Damn, it really, really be like that for some people." But um, I think personally, it it's Greta Van Fleet for me, just because of it's it's just modern. It's the yeah. same thing, but it's modernized. Like, so it, it's a, it's a little easier for new kids who are getting into that type of thing to to grab onto. It's taking you, an old thing and, and just making very subtle changes to it. So, did you go
0: both weekends or just the
1: one? No, just weekend 2 and that I'm glad I didn't go any more than that cuz uh camping there is fucked, dude. Like it's so hot and and even with my crazy white mom being like prepared it still wasn't enough. Shit was so hot. But um that's why you know you just had to cool off with a, a nice cold brewski, <laughs> <I hate laughs> and that's kind of how the smoking happened. Is, is a, uh, I hadn't like like I said I hadn't done anything. I didn't drink or, or smoke through all of high school, so um, the only thing that got me to smoke was I just tried to down as much alcohol as I could possible. Like I mean like hard alcohol. Like, like there was a bottle. Of vodka you know like the the orange juice and vodka mix and there was a bottle of fireball you know good, oh, good old fireball
0: fireball's fucking
1: nasty Nah, dude it's good but i fucking i just put down as much as i could and as fast as a time period possible because i was like I, I just gotta get there like
0: normally it's like it <laughs> sounds like i'm all just <laughs> gotta get there Nah, dude fireball's fucking gross no nah. i got paid forty dollars to like chuck like like it was like like they're like, Yeah, I'll pay you like twenty bucks or like forty dollars or some shit. They're like some amount of money and they're like, Yeah, if you do like rather like a good like that much of fireball That's it? And then like I'd I was, like, I was like to drink that? I was like, Yeah, this fool's a fucking idiot. I'm gonna take advantage of this and so like I did that and they're like uh, this is back when I was drinking. Um Fucking, they're like oh, straight yeah, now, edge now, right? Yeah, they're like now chug this beer and you can't throw up. And I was like, come on. And so they added like twenty more dollars to whatever it was, and like I made like forty or sixty dollars really easily. I mean, they're like, yeah, you can't throw up for like ten minutes. So I waited, and then like three hours later, I threw up, and then like I drank more. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just uh, one, I like Fireball.
1: I'm I'm down with that shit. That's so gross. The and white two, the white girl drink. Um. i finally have a white girl order at starbucks so i guess it's just fitting that i pumpkin spice no 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 that's that's seasonal anyways i only know that stuff now because oh. my girlfriend works at starbucks So, but now it's a it's an iced coffee it's just a very sweet iced coffee it's a in case anybody wants to order the the mark rod special
0: what is it, it? it's a
1: it's a, a venti iced coffee with nine pumps of vanilla, or sometimes Holy I do f- six pumps of vanilla
0: and three pumps of the toffee nut, and then extra cream. Wait, hold on. I'll write this down. I'm going to put this in the description. <laughs> wait, wait. So what is it? It's an uh what? A venti iced coffee. Okay. A venti iced coffee.
1: Do the six pumps of vanilla, and then three pumps of the toffee nut, and then extra cream. I'm all saying it twice on here so so we can write it down. But, yeah, man, I get that, like, Six every pumps, day.
0: Three pumps of what?
1: The toffee nut.
0: Toffee nut. And then after that?
1: Extra cream. Like the, the half and a half cream. Yeah, man. It's, like, such a small portion of it's actually coffee, but I don't care. It does its job, and it tastes good. At least I don't have, like, a fruity drink order. I feel like you'd tear me apart if I did.
0: No, I usually just get, like, nah, I wouldn't. I mean, you got that one strawberry when we went to go see uh, Big Bite and Super Crush. Honestly, that was, yeah, that was so fucking disappointing that day. <sighs> you were so bummed out because, like, Mark's been driving all day, and he used to drive up and down to Burbank. Well, I still, and, well yeah, I don't drive then, to Burbank now. But now, now he but... just drives to Fontana, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is not that bad compared to Burbank. But,
1: no, I mean it still sucks. Like I'm, I'm trying to move down there by the end of the year so I can just be over the drive. But um, that that day we, yeah, we we were hanging out and stuff, and we had to stop other places. We stopped at Guitar Center on the way there.
0: Yeah, sold some shit so we can get money. Yeah,
1: get money for all the the merch that you guys still got even though we couldn't go in. But you saw them like what the next day or something. Yeah, they had two LA
0: days, and I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. God.
1: But yeah, we we drove all the way to L.A. just to find out that it wasn't an all-ages show. I know. I talked about this with – I
0: think it was Garrett or, the, uh the county fair boys. But, um, yeah, I was like, they didn't fucking put it on there. And I didn't know the Cha-Cha Lounge was a bar. It could have been, like, the Cha-Cha Bar, something like that. <laughs> the Cha-Cha Bar. But, like – Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like
1: that's important it was information so to put so bummed out, out And, like,
0: it was uh, – yeah, it was so fucked up because we drove all the way. And then as we got there, we got the – the, the notification from Alan, like, yeah, it's 21, and then we were walking up, we we're like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: And that's the thing, I don't have a problem with driving, like, a long distance, as long as I get, like, what we went for, but that was just such an anticlimactic day, like. but But then we went to Del Taco and hung out, and. Yeah, no, it still wasn't bad, like, hanging out with my friends is always fine, but, uh. I just really wanted to see that show, dude. It got me so high. I was like, damn. Yeah. Big Bite's about to, see, about to be sick. And then. And then weren't allowed in.
0: And then, um. That, yeah, the next day was so dope. And then, like, um. Yeah, no, you went to start. You went. What'd you get that day? Oh, and that dude was going to, like, fucking, like, fight you or some shit or something like that? Or yeah. Alex?
1: Um, I don't know. It was weird. I was just, uh. I, well, I got a a strawberry serious strawberry frappuccino it wasn't that good to be honest but it's fine um and while i was waiting for my order i just sat down in the first chair i saw and it happened to be like the back of my chair was the back of the next guy's chair and and he was turned outwards like watching something on his phone he looked homeless i know it sounds kind of shitty to say but uh dude was like so pissed that i sat down right there mind you like i don't know there was like other people in there so there there wasn't a ton of open seating but yeah, he was just like out of any seat in here you have to sit right here next to me really and was like pissed about it and yeah alex was uh defending me because you know a little boy needs help yeah and uh yeah. mark's like 12 yeah honestly well, my
0: voice sounds like it <laughs> uh, yeah so like that day was just like so fucking shitty and like I was chilling. I was like, well, I'm coming back tomorrow. But, yeah, no uh, way. shout out to Alan from Big Bite because we were able to still fucking get what we wanted. He just, we, he just had to go in with Alex, the only one that's over 21, and get all the shit we wanted and help us get the merch we need. And then, went to the show the next day and it was dope as fuck. But, yeah. And then, Mark, being a guitar player of Holiday, how many guitars do you have? <sighs> Now, count all of them, working or non-working. The, count all of them? Yes. E- oh, man, we're putting it all out there. So this fluctuates a
1: lot, which I'm sure we can okay, get into. Okay, so your into. count right now. Yeah, for for right now in this moment, I have my Jazzmaster, which is like my favorite guitar ever. It's, it's truly my dream guitar. Um, and it's my primary guitar for all the holiday stuff. Uh, spinning was recorded specifically on that. Um, but yeah I have that I have my Strat which was my first guitar Um, it's the one I used through rhythm combo classes and stuff at the end of high school and uh, it's still just a super solid guitar I've had it set up like three different times so it plays like as smooth as possible but um, those are the the two primaries at the moment following that I have a thin line Telecaster which will be highly used in the the upcoming holiday stuff because it's got some gainier humbucker pickups in it and and it just fits the vibe with the it's a pink thin line a nice shell pink so uh th- that'll be cool to use live so it's, so we're what, up to three, three? of like yeah, the normal three. ones I, I would use um i have a telemaster so the uh, jazz master mixed with the telecaster so what uh, it
0: was, that's that's uh what is a telemaster
1: yeah, so it's, it's a Jazzmaster body shape, and then it's got, like... It, does it uh, have a
0: Telecaster head?
1: Yeah, it, it does, or most of them do. Mine's uh, not made by Fender. It's a different custom guitar company. Oh, okay. Um, indie, indie custom guitars. So uh, that that one, it, it's, it's a cool yellow color. I dig it. Um, don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. I actually am, was working on it earlier today because I... I finally got the rest of the parts I need for it so uh hopefully I'll have that done within like the next week or so and I can either jam on it or flip it and try to make some more money out of it but uh so we we got those four um I have my Tysco ET200 tulip guitar it's made in the 60s that one's pretty cool it doesn't play the best but it's kind of like a nice pretty uh wall hanger and what else have we got i got my jaguar bass now we can get into the other stuff i have a jaguar bass i have an urban black acoustic guitar and then the newest thing i picked up and it's probably my uh favorite little thing to mess around with is a three-quarter size like parlor style guitar by luna uh super cool it sounds really big for how small it is and what uh, about your gretch Oh yeah, I got I got my Gretsch. Already forgetting about it. Yeah, so the the funny part about the uh, it sounds so shitty, I sound like such a spoiled brat. Um the the Gretsch was one of Don't those hit guitars. The, grind. <laughs> the Gretsch is the, one of those guitars that I just dreamed of having for a super long time. It's the uh white double cut semi hollow with the gold hardware. And I just, I loved that guitar, like, every time I saw a picture of it. And I finally got it, because I, I buy pretty much all of my guitars used. The Jazzmaster is the only gu- guitar that I bought new. But um, the the Gretsch, I got used for super cheap. I'm not going to throw out prices, because when I resell this stuff, uh, it's kind of crucial. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just with, with the other stuff I've been using, especially because Holiday has been my main musical focus... I've only really been focused on the Jazzmaster and the Telecaster, that the Gretsch is just not getting used enough, so I'm going to be flipping that one soon. But it sounds so good. That's the unfortunate part. But it's it's just not working with what I'm doing at the moment. Um, I was getting really into playing jazz stuff for a bit. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was fitting for that, but I'm just leaning away to, from that. Like I said, you know, first band and all that stuff, figuring out what kind of style I'm going to be playing in for a while.
0: So, yeah, so if you want to buy any of those guitars, Mark <laughs> is selling all of them. Pretty much. The <laughs> majority of my guitars I'm going to have to sell right now because i got to buy a new car. But, uh, now going back to um, the C47 topic, do you think C47 is blowing up?
1: Yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, it. it's not about uh, what like, I think. From
0: your perspective.
1: From my perspective, yeah, and that's just because it's – not a subjective thing you just look at how the last show went even yeah it, we it fucking sold out That's fucking doubled what a normal show there usually is mm-hmm. like it's slowly been getting better and i mean let's be honest not not sucking anybody's dick here but uh reclaim pulls Re- reclaim pulls the people i in. think licks pull more though i mean the licks always has pulled just a shit ton but that's the thing when you put those two people in the same room or those two groups i should say it's
0: bound to be the biggest thing i need to ask them like what's their fucking formula because they have two singles out and they're the fucking like they've got it figured out because like we have a full like demo and it's like it's cool it was well received but like they're writing on two fucking two singles i I don't want to see what it's gonna look like when fucking the ep drops right like when people have more stuff to listen yeah i don't know
1: i think part of it is just chat as a person is very i think i think they got it well enticing for a lot of people
0: which i need to ask and be like hey help me out yeah, i need to
1: know This holiday shit needs to blow up so brad no, caesar have needs a to blow up. that's nice have one. a reason to stay in a band with me so before uh, they realize i'm a mediocre guitar player <laughs> yeah
0: I'll, I'll put spinning in at the end of this, uh, we'll see how people <laughs> like it. That's why
1: we're a, a pop punk band. The pop part is is uh, another term for saying that I'm playing an easier version of the <laughs> punk stuff I want to do.
0: <laughs> now, um, I'm gonna ask this: Is the Leashes like you being a Leashes uh, fanboy? Is the Leash's show your favorite show you've been to? Out of everything, definitely. Like even big concerts or whatnot. Oh, uh, in general?
1: No, I feel like that'd be a little unfair to say. I mean they they were good for sure. But uh how was that Chan show? It was good. What's funny is I I mean, I went to see all the bands that were playing, but you know, it's Chan's show. Like that that's what it was titled under and that's what I was like going to see technically. But uh Polyphia was to me the best part of that whole thing. Like, they were super
0: sick. I always love that one, like supports, like the supporting acts. Just fucking blow the... the I don't like, think
1: you're too big of a fan of them, but uh, This Town Needs Guns was really no, good. No, fuck no. Yeah, dude, they were good
0: life. <laughs> Whatever, I don't give a fuck. I can do good. Not my books, though. <laughs> so, what is your... Was it that five-minute Post Malone set?
1: Oh shit! It might have been something from Coachella, but no, it it wasn't the five minute post Malone set. Uh, Greta Van Fleet. Shit, maybe, cause uh, I mean, as far as other bigger shows like that, I haven't been to a ton. When I was like fourteen or something like that, or no, yeah. I I was older than that. I was probably like sixteen, but I got to see uh, the Chili Peppers down in L.A.
0: Oh, that's cool. That
1: was a cool show. Like as far as. Regardless of what people like think of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, it was just a good live performance. Like that, they, they yeah. had this sick light setup, like that was swirling through the top of uh, the stadium, and because uh, it was at a um, Staples Center, I believe, and so, so it was a, a big setup for them to use. And yeah, super cool visual effects going on throughout the whole thing. Uh, Josh, their their new guitarist, it's fucking crazy good. I mean, like I feel like that's a requirement for. Yeah, Fruitione isn't it? No, dude. Anymore? He's been out for like a a long while.
0: Oh my God!
1: You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. They have a. What's funny is the guitarist they have now used to play with Frushani.
0: and uh, now he now he plays for the the Chili Peppers. That's what happens when you start fucking hanging out with people. Hopefully, I hang out with like um, Justice Trip from Angel Dust, and then. I can. Oh no no! Hang out with Daniel Fang from Angel Dust, and then I'll just take his spot. No, I couldn't do that to him.
1: Uh, I, that's why I'm hanging out with you guys. I'm thinking, I, I'm not actually here for the holiday stuff. I'm just here to see if they'll put me in Reclaim, or I'm actually trying to just uh, restart
0: day late, So. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> you think I should interview Damien?
1: <laughs> Come oh on. man, okay. we're really we're really throwing this out there. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, I would like to talk to him. It's a part it's a, of the scene. It's part of the scene's history. Yeah, no. I've always felt so funny saying the scene, but that's really what it is. Like, Yeah, it is the scene.
0: It's what's going on. Yeah. It's what's happening. Um, Gem or Super Crush? Gem, just because of the, the personal
1: uh, kind of similarities Holiday has towards them. Like, Super Crush was, like I said, the most influential thing for me writing for spinning yeah um but gem is still continuously an influence for just our band as a whole because i i feel like yeah they're, they're the most relatable thing that i've gotten to see live at least for what we're doing because there's not a whole lot of female singers that are around for us to see anyway that's why like it's such a big deal if like there's a girl around but uh yeah i don't know sim- similar similar style of music to a degree uh and i I dig what they're doing their songs are good their their vibes are cool same same thing they're another one of those bands that you can interact with and talk to yeah Uh, like i don't
0: don't think like the like talk about the vibe i don't think i'm ever angry when i listen to jim i'm just like yeah yeah man it's, it's a good time every time now um i have written down on this list i have band radar what has been your like band radar like What's been on your radar recently? Of like local or non-local? What have you been jamming recently?
1: Um, personally, what I've been listening to, and I mean, this isn't anything that's like underground or by any means. I play in a poppy band for a reason because I listen to some poppy shit. But uh, Joyce Manor is
0: underrated. You think it, they're underrated? I think that I don't think they're underrated by the. I think their sales and how fast they sell out shows. <laughs> I still think that there could be
1: like a, a bigger hype around them. Consider because the 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 way I see this is when I put on their artist radio, the other artists within the same genre, at least that are suggested with them, I don't feel like are typically, on the the same caliber, like throwing it out more hot takes right here. Fucking can't stand the front bottoms.
0: Amen, oh, dude. Man, Fuck the front I bottoms. Just, I like that one song by them, but like, it's not enough for me to listen to the rest of it. I accidentally liked a song by
1: them on my artist radio. Now I can't, I can't figure out how to unlike it, so it keeps What song? Like, uh,
0: like twelve feet deep. I don't know. They had that one song. I was so bored. <sighs> then I met you. That, Ever, I like that song. song. It was whatever, I don't but know. the front <laughs> it's bottoms. It's all whatever. What? How about what other bands you hate? Hate. Oof, that's strong word. How about Citizen?
1: Uh, that's whatever. Not, not not crazy opinionated. I think that modern baseball is what the front bottoms wish they could be. Uh, and that, to me, still isn't anything, like... Damn. ...super crazy.
0: <laughs> so, Joyce Manor, huh? The Joyce under, Manor. underrated Joyce Manor.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds... I just feel like, as much as, like, I... I hear these kids that are into that style of music but then they're not into them i'm just like how like how, how is it just not one of those things that you're just like cool with you know because that's the thing you don't have to be like obsessive joyce manor fan but i just feel like it's one of those things that you could be overall cool with even if you're not listening to them all the time but, yeah uh, so trying to see them soon too they're, they're gonna have a show in san francisco and I've never been to San Francisco, and Natalie loves it there. So we're trying to... We were actually... <laughs> we canceled our payments on our Coachella tickets for this year so that we could have the money to go get a hotel and see Joyce Manor in San Francisco later this year. It's, it's a trade-up. And I I definitely advise if you yeah, haven't dude, been like, to Coachella... Why, why go
0: see Coachella with all those overrated bands? And go see an Not underrated even, band. There, there was cool in.
1: shit at Coachella. I got to see... Fucking the week. I don't care what, what, how limited no some of these people are. The weekend post Malone at the same place as Portugal the Man and Cherry Glazer and uh, fuck Cherry Glazer ah uh, no fuck all those way. fucking
0: desert no days bands
1: no fucking way that shit was great. But I did get to find out that um up and coming Kuko sucks live. Like was was just so bad, like
0: I don't even know who the fuck that is. Oh man, well,
1: that shows something.
0: So, as of right now, nothing's happening with holiday right, now. like nothing coming up.
1: That's well, yeah. As far as like, from a public perspective, no. But uh, as far as like working on stuff goes, that stuff's happened. We would have been working on stuff today, but you know, not every you day is a to work sleep
0: day. And fucking hang out, and, or you wanted to record the podcast.
1: We, we got next week, though. Yeah,
0: next week? There's always next week.
1: There's always there's always tomorrow. That's a good... That's our album name. Dropping it here. No, I'm just kidding.
0: What? Do <laughs> you uh, have anything... Um, um, anything else planned for you? Personally?
1: Um, just work on the music stuff. Not stress on it, but get it done. Write some cool shit. Not overthink it. Uh, put it out there. Hopefully people like it. Um move out of the high desert not because of anything wrong with it but just because i make more money down the hill uh try to keep skating more you know it's fun if you're trying to skate sometime let me know just we're just chilling you know yeah trying to get you guys skating the other day, I, I want went-
0: I think skating seems so cool. Like I haven't watched the season of King of the Road yet, but like I feel like I'm just like too big to fucking skate. But look at G- Jamie Foy. Yeah,
1: I know. He's an inspiration. Big boy honestly. Foy,
0: dude. Oh my God. I love Jamie Foy. It's f- so fucking good. Hold oh, on. We're going to talk about skateboarding for a minute. Um, hey, yeah, man. Jamie Foy is underrated. He's underrated. Definitely. Fuck. Who's that one dude I hate? Oh, man. That Remember, you're like, no, oh, dude, this dude's super cool. And I was like, no, fuck him. No, you gotta. Who's get... that young dude who won? Uh, fuck. I can't remember his name. Nah, but. Describe him. Come on.
1: Louis Lopez? Or is it the Louis Lopez that I hate? You, you hate Louis Lopez? There's no fucking way you hate I Louis Lopez. I, hate, I think I hate Louis Lopez. Louis I can't Lopez
0: remember. is one of the most talented. I think, I, think of I, I like a lot ever. of uh, the chocolate writers, like Eli- uh, Elijah Pearl. Elijah Burl. Burl under fucking rated I don't even know if he skates with chocolate anymore
1: he does I'm not sure actually I don't know I've always just paid attention to him from a Vans perspective working at Vans I saw his part play like 50 times a day so yeah no uh, (laughs) Elijah
0: Burl, Jamie Foy who else do I like it uh Lizard King is good
1: yeah teaches on
0: <laughs> to just, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a Lizard King fan much myself. I um, can't remember. Um trying to think of some of the Death Wish skaters. You got, oh, oh, uh, oh Nean Williams. Williams yeah. That's my guy. That's my fuck dude from yeah, that team. Um, fuck Creature. Creature sucks. You're not down with
1: Creature. I no, no David Gravett?
0: Nah, do fuck David Gravett. Damn. Fucking breaking his bones every goddamn day. Shit, relatable. Um <laughs> who who else? I'm trying I'm just trying to think of like uh who's on King of the Road. Enjoy. I like Enjoy. Joy's yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm i d- I'm down like with Enjoy. One of those smaller Jerry Shoe company, right? Jerry yeah, Shoe yeah. did that, right? Uh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he's down with them. He writes for Enjoy and America. So I like
0: America. Yeah. I like those shoes.
1: That's big up here. Dude, because, like, a lot of those guys are either around here or did live up here.
0: Well, like, Pharmacy, the pharmacy we have up here, well, as they, I'm saying, they um, always do the kickoff there.
1: Uh, Brian Herman, you know, who yeah. skates for Baker in America, he, uh, I think, still has a place up here. I know his brother lives up here, but, yeah, they, they I just saw, like, videos of them skating, like, Lime Street Park in Hesperia. It's just, like, you know. No big deal that they're just out here, but I guess they got to skate somewhere, you know, and this happens to be their yeah. spot. But yeah, so all the the local kids are like, as far as the skate scene goes, are uh, <laughs> big on America and Baker and Pharmacy because all those dudes are, are repping Pharmacy stuff. Let's
0: put a fucking half pipe in C-47.
1: That would be the smartest decision you could make. if you could convince Eric to do that that would be so sick
0: um yeah is there any last thing you want to plug or any last thing you want to get across before I silence you
1: um plug plug the the best thing offhand right now if you haven't been to a reclaim show what are you doing you gotta get there I'm not even a (laughs) hardcore junkie myself but even I love that shit you got that New York style it's sick you gotta come enjoy it and uh if you can't make it for whatever reason go listen to that shit through whatever streaming device you use
0: (laughs) this is weird you, you know I was yeah, i'm plugging you right be, in front of you but if, if there's uh, anything to plug it's it's the shit i've,
1: I've been repping for sure i, I love that shit yeah, how
0: come you how, how are you gonna plug us and then not fucking show out by mosh for us dog i i asked him that night of the show i was like you gonna mosh he's like i I'm really thought about feeling it like it dude but I'm then feeling- i got no
1: but i got put in charge of protecting alex i was told i couldn't let anybody oh. Alex cause that mosh was getting pretty crazy there's some bigger dudes in there
0: so, uh, I mean... Yeah, dude, like, people are just going to I was nuts. a little
1: worried, like, your friend Cam, he's not a little guy, and he was he was windmilling and shit. I, I was worried I was going to get punched in the face or something. So no, i use my excuse like of protecting Alex, not the fact that I was scared.
0: You feel like this was successful? Um, I feel like feel you like talked I'm about gonna... everything you wanted to?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm always going to sound like a, a huge dork, but, uh, we, you know, it's a as successful as it could have been
0: all right well i, I always appreciate that, your time i think that's an episode uh thank you mark for coming on here and talking to me for a minute definitely all right done that's it sorry how long do you think it was
1: it went longer than i expected us to go yeah I, I, I didn't think that we were gonna just like